Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them, though, because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, and they're backed by six clinical studies. Eye doctors trust them too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying something's different about you in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much Lumify for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week we discuss the big Survivor Big Brother crossover, fast food false advertising allegations, Cardi B throwing her microphone at somebody in the audience, and how Corey got bullied by teenagers in Europe. Subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and join our exclusive Psychobabble community at patreon.com slash psychobabble. If you're not on our Discord, you're only getting half the babble. Hello, hello. I never expected such a deep hello. He hello, 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 yeah. <laughs> hello, Corey, how are you? You, oh my God, you look, have you been under the Tuscan sun? Oh my God, I was in Italy. Yeah, is that Tuscany? What? Were you eat, pray, loving? What were you up to? No, but when I was on the trip at one of the- <laughs> No! <laughs> when I was on the trip at one of the dinners, I made everybody answer where they would eat, pray, love. Okay, go. Eat, pray, love, go. Um, I said I wanted to eat, Wherever in the world has the best ceviche. Oh, okay. And one of my friends said Peru, but honestly, I don't know if that's the answer. So if you know where in the world has the best ceviche, tell me. Okay, pray. I said I would pray in Bali because, like, I loved it there when we went on the race. Okay, love. Um, I would love in Australia, down under. Oh, okay. I want that sexy Aussie baby. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> sexy Aussie daddy. There we go. Sure. <laughs> uh, okay. That's cool. Do you have answers? No. Uh, if I had to like <laughs> do it right now, I guess I would say eat. I would eat. I would eat maybe... In Thailand, okay. I I would pray. Um, honestly, somewhere I could go, like uh, maybe maybe like um, I think I would want to do like a Reese Witherspoon type of pray. Like I'm not trying to go like 
yeah, I, I want to go on like a hike type of prey. Okay. So <gasps> Machu Picchu vibes. You know, like somewhere with fresh air and like <laughs> climbing a mountain, maybe. I don't fucking know. Should and then we go? I would. You know, they're, I, I wait, think they're, wait, stop, wait. They're, they're stopping people from going. If you're going to, well, Machu Picchu is in Peru as well. And while you were speaking, I did Google and it said the best ceviche in the world is in Lima, Peru. Lots of answers came up and said Lima, 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 Lima. Well, what so, are we up to? So you can pray and I'll eat. And okay. we can be there for each other. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll do it. Um, love, well, ooh. Like, is it, what, are we talking like, uh, who's the hottest men in the world? It's, what, I mean, what do you love? Do you or love where to do laugh? I, or where do I <laughs> want to people... feel in love? Because, you know, like, people go to Paris and they're like, this is trash. But you think it's going to be romantic. So, like, where do, where do I think love? You know, I feel I feel romantic in New York City. When I'm walking around New York City, I'm like, damn, this it's giving me um, this like romanticized version of like uh, feel the rain on your skin, lips. skin. Eleven <laughs> name it into for you, and, Natasha. You know, is that in. you? Yes, it is. How was and Europe? A, oh my god! So I went to <laughs> I went to London. I went to Florence. I went to Brussels. I went to Amsterdam. Which of those had you been to before? London and Amsterdam. London and Amsterdam. And were there any surprises from either of the places you've already been? Or was it more of something you already liked? I think I fell more in love with Amsterdam than I did the first time I'd went 10 years ago with you. Um, I was really into it. My friend that I was there where I was staying with was like, just come back and move in with me. So I'm probably going to. Did you go see the tulips? Uh, no, but we walked past one canal that had like a big tulip market, lots of tulips for sale. You could buy bulbs. You could, they were all, come get your flowers. Sure, sure, sure. But okay, I was also so the, there for Pride. Oh, within Amsterdam for Pride? Yes. And were they doing the like parade through the canals and everything? Yes. Ooh. And it was... That always looks so wonderful. It was so fun. It rained, which everyone was very apologetic for the rain. All the locals were all, oh, sorry about the rain. Hasn't rained at our Pride in 15 years. And I said, baby, it was a warm rain. It wasn't like cold. I was still wearing a cutoff shirt and pants and... I felt great. It was actually a little fun to dance in the rain. Yeah, um, we had a Did spot. Did you hear rain on me? No, we had a spot no. right along. <laughs> you know, every night. You know what I did here? Every night I went out in Amsterdam. I was there what four nights, five nights. Uh, we did not go to a single bar without me hearing ABBA. Ooh, ooh. Amsterdam was big on ABBA. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, hello. Uh, Weren't they from Eurovision? I That's what I've heard. And um, they're really, I would say, having a resurgence. I think uh, under um, underspoken about TikTok uh, <laughs> re-emergence. Is that right? Like, a, a lot, of, I find a lot of trending TikTok music is ABBA. And uh, so I, I don't know if it's an inside job you know, like um, uh, record labels are really pushing TikTok, the TikTokification, and going through back catalog trying to make uh, any type of song from the past a trending song now. Um, 
Or if they're just timeless, lovable classics. They're just looking for a sped up version to put on TikTok. Sure. You know, well, I saw... Yeah, I, would, I, I, I heard that ABBA turned down a billion dollar tour. To do what? Stay I at home? Know. I don't really... I, I didn't look any further into that. Somebody said it on 70s at 7. On 7. That's serious <laughs> XM. Sometimes the host on that just says shit and he goes, and here's ABBA. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just accept whatever you said to be truth. That's what our listeners think about us. Yes, and I love it. The power, the the control, the dissemination um, of misinformation. So Amsterdam was great. I got street frites and reminded me of when you and I were there. And we got our little cones with the French fries and the like cheese on top. Mm, Ooh, delish. Delicious. I, uh, in Florence, um, I had... Top five pizzas I've ever had in my life. So I guess it's true. They hey, know what they're doing over there. Can I tell you something? Is this about how you accidentally ordered uh, Pizza Hut instead of Domino's? And it wasn't how- an accident. It wasn't an accident. I did it on on my own volition. So there I was. I was having like a, um, a stony baloney video games and pizza night with a friend. And I w- he was like, well, where do you usually get pizza? I said, well, I get Domino's, not to be like uppity. And he's all, well, I usually get Pizza Hut. And I have been seeing these Pizza Hut ads on uh, like on the television. And so I <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I have been tempted. I have I'm not going to lie to you. The the imagery is giving pizza in a good way. And I said, but I really like the um the uh the pan the pan homemade pan at Domino's do they have anything like that at pizza and and he said oh baby do they ever so we ordered it and I will say (laughs) they wish they could do it like Domino's they'll never be Domino's pizza Hut. they say nobody can out pizza Hut. I thought (laughs) well no the last time I had pizza hut it the year was 2014 we were at the vibes were actually i could have been 2012 the vibes were not great we were having like a harry potter (laughs) movie marathon at a friend's house which i was like i'm going but i'm not that excited and then they ordered pizza hut and i tell when i tell you it was the most disgusting delivery i've had i can't remember a worse i'm so sorry I'm so sorry. Well, speaking of those. Well, you had real pizza, though, in Italy. Okay. I had real pizza in Italy. I had a lot of pasta in Italy. Mm. Um, (laughs) I was in Italy once, and I ran into Lisa. On accident. My manager. Yes. Lisa Turtle? No, Lisa Filippelli, my manager. We ran into each other, like, randomly. I was like, oh, look who it is. In the sturdy, sturdy, sturdy street. Yes, yes. Um, did you get allergies in Italy? You know that happened to me. No. Italy was warm, though. and mm. Well, you know, global their warming. Their air conditioning just doesn't work like ours does. But you know what? I packed appropriately. I wore a lot of shorts and T-shirts. I did okay. like the locals. Okay. That's great. So it was a success. Yeah, it was. Good. Good. Great. It was a Wonderful. fun trip. They don't really know what I thought was weird. No one makes you fill out those little customs papers when you're landing anymore, which is wonderful. They've given up. 
And they were just like, come on in. Let me just look at your passport. I'll figure They're like, you got out. any apples in there? Okay, you're good. When I landed back in San Francisco, I was waiting yesterday. I was waiting for my bag. And out comes this little puppy beagle looking bitch dog. And oh boy, did it run right over. I was standing next to this lady and this beagle runs right over and starts telling on this lady. He's <gasps> all scritch scratching at her bag. And the man has to be like, ma'am. What kind of food you got in there? And she just started pulling out all kinds of food. She was like, well, these were the free sandwiches they gave me on the plane, and I hate to waste. Okay, me, me, me. <laughs> and he was like, is there meat on these? And she's like, yeah, yeah, there's meat on these. And he's like, honey, you can't, you got to give me these sandwiches. And she's like, well, I'll take them and throw them away. And he's like, no, I have to take them and throw them away. It'd be like that from time to time. And I thought that tattletale bitch dog wouldn't even let her keep her little first class hoagie. Oh. Oh. And when uh, she pulled it out of her bag, it did not look good or worth saving. The last time we were in Amsterdam, we saw the Born This Way tour. We did. The, it was was Renaissance or the Eras tour not in town when you were anywhere over there? I ran into some tweens. <laughs> so there I was at Amsterdam Pride, and we're we're, we're on this like private party like um, oh uh, she she I don't <laughs> we were on this private party which was a fenced in cement of slab a slab of cement along the canal but we had like front row viewing. Then these two girls like finally came over and were chatting me up and I was all, oh, hey, hey, hey. And then I found out they were 17 and 18 and I was like, okay, you are children. Get away from me. And they were both drinking wine. But then they started telling me about how they saw Harry Styles in concert. So I was like, yeah, 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 I'll listen. And, and that's they, it? <laughs> <laughs> and they said he was great. And they said, I swear, they said they saw him. Well, they told me where they saw him. And I said, I believe that's where I saw Lady Gaga in the Born This Way tour in 2012. And then I realized that they were like five when, <laughs> when, when, you and, when you and I saw that. So I was like, well, okay. Well, you know, time does pass for everyone. <laughs> I, I have found. Is this a, is this a segue to something else? <laughs> Not really. Uh, hey, <laughs> I, speaking about what you were saying about the Pizza Hut commercials. About what I was talking about the Pizza Hut. Yeah, go. <laughs> you were all. Now, when you saw those pizzas, do you think it was pretty accurate or do you think it was false advertising? Oh, I know where you're going. Well, I thought it was accurate. But um, it's not like they could tell me through the commercial that it, it will look like this but not taste good. Uh, who who wronged who? I, I'm vaguely remembering. Oh, it was was it Taco Bell? Taco Bell being sued for false advertising of the amount of filling in its Crunchwrap and Mexican pizzas. Well, you know what? Okay, where do we draw the line? Frank Siragusa, the plaintiff, said in his lawsuit that Taco Bell overstates the amount of beef and other ingredients by at least double in its Crunchwrap Supreme, Grande Crunchwrap, Vegan Crunchwrap, Mexican Pizza, and Veggie Mexican Pizza, resulting in unfair and deceptive trade practices. This is especially concerning in 2023 because inflation is out of control and saying they promised larger portions Portions. Portions leads low-income customers to choose Taco Bell over restaurants that have more accurately depicted portions. How do we feel? Well, you know this is happening across all industries that uh, uh, 
products are making their um, their portions smaller, giving you less, increasing the costs, and um, they're doing it itty bitty by itty bitty. So like, you'll notice like bags of chips have less chips, and a cereal has less cereal, and cookies have less cookies, and but they'll also change the serving size and like uh, blah 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 blah. So like they're doing it tiny tiny bits over time. Well, baby, you know, it's it's time for a general strike. Not just because of that, but because of that also. Like uh, in all ways, capitalism is rotting all of our brains, and um, we are all paying for it, except the CEOs who have like two thousand times the income of all of the workers who actually bring the profits to those companies and blah, 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 blah. So like, who's to blame? Capitalism. I don't know. I think we should be suing though, because this isn't the first time this person sued. He also sued McDonald's um, and Wendy's over the size of their burgers. Um, Did he win? And then he also sued Burger King similarly, and that went to mediation and was resolved. So I think he got paid by Burger King to shut up and drop it. Well, you know, a lot of people sue just for a settlement. A lot of people sue for a settlement. People, The squeaky wheel gets the grease, baby. Let's just say that. Well, did you know Taco Bell sued Taco John's? Over the over them trying to trademark the phrase Taco Tuesday, and Taco Bell said, "Excuse me, Taco well, Tuesday me, belongs to all who make, sell, eat, and celebrate tacos." Okay, as long as they didn't say Taco Bell or Taco Tuesday belongs to Taco Bell. No, and then Taco John's backtracked it and said, "Okay, we'll share." Sure. Okay. Have That's, you ever been to a Taco John's? No, and nobody has. Nobody's heard of it. Uh, you think you've heard of Taco John's and Papa John's? Why has John got something to everything? Papa John is sweaty. The only pictures I've ever seen of Papa John, he is sweating, which I relate. I do Honey, understand. A pizza kitchen gets hot. Have you ever if worked at a well, pizza place? Well, if you place? can't take the heat. Hey, when is Papa John going to be on um, Dancing with the Stars? Isn't Papa John really Republican? Probably. Look at any cast of Dancing with the Stars. I give you at least half Republicans. Okay. Uh, at least. At least. They should do a Dancing with the Stars with all food owners and mascots. L- Wendy from Wendy's. Wendy Papa from John. Wendy's. I would uh, I would even argue the hamburger helper mitt. Sure. Yeah. Tony sure. the Tiger. <laughs> the Fruit Loops Toucan. <laughs> I'm talking real people. The Masked Dancer. The Masked Dancer? The Masked Singer. I loved when Kermit was on The Masked Singer. <laughs> that clip was good. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Apartments.com. Okay, so when you're looking for a new home, you know it can be a little bit challenging depending on your needs. Like, say you need a balcony, or you need windows that face the sunset, or you need a hardwood floor kitchen, or you need to live somewhere pet-friendly. For me, it's being pet friendly. I do not want to sacrifice having the lovely life of having pets just because I can't find a home that allows it. Well, Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. And Apartments.com has the most pet friendly rental listings on the internet. 
I live with my pets. I would not ever want to live without my pets. Like I know they might cause a mess or they might do all the things that pets might do that whoever you're renting from might not love. Well, I wouldn't want to sacrifice a life with pets just because I couldn't find a place that allowed it. I find it to be the perfect way to live. So if you're out there looking for the perfect place and you need your pets, apartments.com has you covered. Visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Thank you so much, apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Mountain Dew. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game! With the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, you can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it. When we say anywhere, with Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents 18 and up, subject to a official rules at BajaBlast.com. Ends June 15th, 2024. Void where prohibited. Thank you so much, Mountain Dew, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hey, have we discussed the aliens? No, tell me all about it. I was on vacation well, and I missed it. I saw one one guy just, was in front of Congress and he yes. was all he was all we got aliens. Well, it's I think the first time somebody's um, under oath saying from a perspective of like uh, what it uh, somebody who would have inside information government wise under oath saying that we have alien information or that we have uh, alien life form bodies or transportation ufos or whatever um but to me and i think to all of america and the world it's giving um where are the receipts nobody cares until we can see the picture show us the picture show us the little alien what does it look like how did it get here what are they using for energy how do they travel vibes they look like vibes they travel with vibes they're giving vibes i bet well, why was that man called a whistleblower? Well. And why do they never have a whistle? Oh. <laughs> Their voice is the whistle. Their I've, voice is I've the whistle. I've never seen a whistleblower with a whistle. I have. Have you seen Titanic? Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. What's he saying when he's dinging the dong? He's all... Is anyone out Is there? Is anybody? Is anybody alive? Is anybody Ding. not frozen? Yeah, well. And she's all. 
We gotta we gotta get more whistleblowers with whistles. Hey, who's the most famous whistleblower? We mm. they need to come out with a whistle line. Thomas not, the tank huh. engine. Hey, Thomas the tank engine. I don't know if that's a whistle he blows. That's a horn. Is Aren't, it a whistle? I think trains have whistles, bro. Oh, I don't really know actually. It's it's like a it's like a exhaust uh, exhauster. Hey, like oh my god. Steam uh, steam that's coming out, I think. Can you believe when I was on the train from Brussels to Amsterdam? There we were going city to city, town to town. And we pull up to Amsterdam and it's raining and we're all everyone everyone's getting off in Amsterdam. Pretty much the whole train's clearing out. Must be final stop. And and we're all sitting there. So then everybody, it's like a, when a plane lands and everybody gets up and then they're all waiting. And I'm like, well, I'm going to stay seated in my chair until it's my turn. And I'm sitting there playing Pokemon Go. And these two kids behind me are bullying me. <gasps> bullying? They, they start talking shit about Pokemon. I can feel them standing over me behind me. And then I hear them start talking about Pokemon. And then I hear them laughing and giggling and snickering. And then the ones all, huh, did you catch a Mewtwo yet? Did you, did you say something? I turned around and spit in their, their face. Oh, okay. <laughs> and okay, well, it sounds like you settled it. No, I didn't say anything. You know what? Uh, there's I... not much. Uh, I am, a, I would say I am afraid of uh, teenage boys in groups like obviously of course like I'm not trying to be it's really triggering actually like I feel like it's like um, an unsafe energy for a queer person to encounter is a group of teenage boys in any capacity um, so I understand and well. you know what all that tells me is that from a young age we are taught not to play we're taught to grow up too soon and for I was oh Somebody yesterday came into my um, my TikTok live comments and was all, when are you going to learn to um, grow up and get a real job? I was all, oh my God, you are so, um, that sucks that somebody told you that. Somebody told me, told you that to stop being playful or to stop having fun or to like um, not pursue anything that brings you delight. Like that, all that is, is like an outward expression of like, repeating what they have been yelled at for yeah like uh to stop being playful or to stop or to grow up well maybe they should learn to love to laugh i uh, well you know who's a great teacher of loving to laugh me you yeah that's true yeah so use your power well when hey, he <laughs> speaking of pokemon did you see what's coming back no neopets Oh, um, grow up. Those are your pets need to grow up and get a real job. Oh, my God. Are they God. trying to be a pet forever? Neopets, to me, I never really got into it, but um, millennials around the world are freaking. I didn't have a Neopet. You didn't do Neopets? To me, it was... Uh, there were there were five computers in the, in the library in middle school, at Kinawa Middle School, and... Uh, if you got to school the minute it opened like there was still like 40 minutes before school started you could get into the school to like you know go to the library hang out in the hallways eat go see breakfast teacher, blah, blah. yes if you went to the library in the first minute of the school being open you could get one of the computers and 
everyone at those computers were like feeding or playing with their Neopets. Neopets was a computer game. I yes, I think. I thought unless they were I'm more remembering like, it wrong. I thought they were more like Legos. Slash it's like it's Tamagotchi. I think it's, it's Tamagotchi meets Pokemon, but on the computer. On a desktop. Yes. Well, it's hmm. coming back. How many Neopets were there? I don't know. I could Google it. How many Neopets <laughs> were there? Did you have one? 55 adopt- adoptable species. Okay, cool. <laughs> Will you be getting into it? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get into the gig. Me neither, to be honest. Um, I guess if people do. I've, I already have enough video games that I feel like I have to like get into and play that I want to try to get into and play. I'm not trying to... If it becomes a sensation, maybe I'll fall into it. Like Animal Crossing, I, I joined a year late, so maybe I'll join Neopets a year late. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of the Neopets. I think I recognize one of them, so maybe my little brother had one. Um, I still haven't beat Tears of the Kingdom, so I can't take on any new video games at the moment. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm very behind. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Um, we didn't really discuss Drag Race finale either, did we? Yeah, we did. No. Yes. We did not. We did. Oh, maybe we did. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, I did. Speaking of Drag Race, I did see that. Um, did you see what Jimbo said about the morning after she won? No. Spoiler. Um, quote, according to Pop Crave, uh, RuPaul had Jimbo over for a home-cooked breakfast following her win. She made her a beautiful breakfast, and they just laughed and laughed and laughed in her mansion. Can you imagine? Wow. I wonder if all queens that win under RuPaul's decision get to do that, or if that's like a... Imagine if you're a winner of a different season, and you're like, I never got to go eat breakfast. Who did did I see? Was it Ben? Somebody said they went and like played charades at RuPaul's house one night. Ben? Ben de la Creme. Ben de la Creme. Maybe. I can't remember who it was. Hmm. Well, oh, great story. You know 
I heard I heard some real drama about the about this past All Stars Eight finale situation. Was it filmed at a Roscoe's? <laughs> yes. <bar viewing>? Yes. <laughs> Why Did you am see I what not I saw? Surprised. Did you hear what I heard about like um, uh, them changing the lip sync song to what Jimbo had submitted and. Uh, uh, this is all alleged to things that I've heard hearsay at Roscoe's and from like other queens sharing the gossip about the finale. So like it's not from any of the finalists that I heard. It's not any reputable source that I would say is reputable other than a queen that was there allegedly say, saying that like um, uh, I, I this is not my information. Don't yell at me that Candy possibly was like refusing to film the finale because like uh did, didn't want to didn't want to act like um they weren't just giving Jimbo the crown type yeah. of vibe. Um I found it to be uh interesting. Well, you know I, what? I saw that and I also saw they said again from a Roscoe's meet and greet. Um, they said something about when Candy was performing her final number, they kept making her film multiple takes of it because they were hoping to get a take where she messed up so they could use that one as the one they showed. Oh, and I also heard that she hurt her ankle and they kept trying to get her uh, to talk about it in confessionals, but she w acted like she, she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like wouldn't <laughs> give them, wouldn't give them the footage of like, um, wouldn't give them the talking points saying like that she had fucked up in any capacity so that like that would be the out for the blah 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 All whatever helps say, you sleep at night uh, for me like somebody's gonna get crowned like yeah and it is a reality show and they're making tv and they will they have historically in all reality shows used production to um make audiences feel certain ways and so like yeah reality tv stars are subject to um the horrors of editing i have heard well are you watching big brother hell yeah hey i saw a survivor legend is on it this oh season. my god one of my top maybe three all-time favorite survivor players is in the big brother house who Sari fields and for, she is she a winner she's a she's the arguably the best to play and never win well okay so is she the best to play yes oh i guess in, <laughs> is she is she in your eyes the best to play and never win yes and okay. the last time i'm i'm pretty sure it was the last time she played survivor i mix up the order in which she played they've screwed her twice in her second appearance she led an all-girls alliance to like the final five and this was like in an era where survivor had shifted from a final two to a final three it had been like back to back to back to back to back seasons of a final three she makes it to the final three with her number two alliance members and then the show is like oh just kidding there's one more challenge one more of you are getting voted out and there's going to be a final two and then she got voted out at final two because they knew they couldn't beat her so is she going to win Big Brother? I don't know. You come in with such a threat level. There's 17 players, um, obviously more than a few because they're like CBS reality fans, recognize her from the show. They know the legend she is. She just did a spinoff reality show 
not a spinoff, a, a, just a different reality show on Peacock last year called The Traders, um, where she won and she finally got her flowers and all of us, um, three stands cried because she finally won something. So she's also coming off of a show where she just was like, the whole point was to lie, betray and stab people in the back. And so she's in it. She's in the big brother house. And guess what? What? Her son is in the house with her. Ah, <laughs> it's giving evil Dick and Danielle. Yes. Did they know that they were going to be in the house together? Yes. I mean, certainly they're, Yes. You're and not allowed to like tell people, but you know, if you're going. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm very excited. I'm glad that CBS is again giving somebody who I think deserves flowers, flowers. I'm glad to see that they're putting a female legend in the house when Survivor seems to time over time, over time, over time, promote like male players dominantly compared to female players. So it's fun that she's the first Survivor player to ever play Big Brother. Um, and then what I was going to say is, yeah, the last time she played... Ever? First Survivor player to ever play Big Brother? Yes. Like to go from Survivor to Big Brother? Yes. That's crazy. Hayden, Nobody's gone from Survivor to Big Brother? No, they've had Amazing Race contestants go from Race to Big Brother. They've had a ton of Big Brother contestants go from Big Brother to Race. Um, they've had Hayden, who won Big Brother, went on to play Survivor twice. Um... Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. It's fun to see her in like an unedited context because, you know, on Survivor, it's like 42 minute episodes each week. And it's obviously like condensed and edited down to like the storylines that are prevailing. And so with Big Brother having the live feeds, you can like watch her be masterful at all times of the day. So I think fans of Survivor and Big Brother are kind of eating it up. And I think we're all secretly rooting for her to at least make it to the jury or go pretty far. If I were in the Big Brother house, though, and I see a Survivor legend, I would I would say, y'all, this is our first chance at anything. This is somebody who's already had Six. chances at anything. Six. Can we all agree? I don't care what scheming you need to do elsewhere, but like, can we all just agree that all of us deserve more of a chance to do something today? Like, it, all it takes is, like, everyone being, like, let's not be chumps. Hello? Yeah. Hello? W wake up, Pearl. Well, uh, and then what inevitably happens is, is everyone's like, oh, well, this is actually a good chance to backdoor somebody else because everyone thinks that she's, the, the like, the target. Involved. And then suddenly you have a finale and she's in it because everyone thought, like, nobody's going to let her make it all the way. And then she won. Yeah, she's like a, she's a mom. Um, I think they think they'll be able to beat her in comps down the line, which I think might be true as well. So I don't know. I, I would like her to make it to the jury. I, I'm obviously rooting for her to go as far as she can, but I would hate as a fan to see her go out like week one or two. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it, I get it. Throw your son under the bus, let him go, and you stay. Yeah, also... Um, <laughs> If I were there, does, does everyone know that it's her son? No. Well, only one person, one person recognized because that you know how they all line up and Julie like is like four at a time lets them go in. Mm -hmm. There was one person who is such a like Survivor fan and a fan of Sari that she recognized this guy as her son. So she's like waiting to be like, oh my god, I know you're Sari's son. And then she walks in the house and Sari is in there too. And then she realizes she's playing with both of them. 
Oh my God. Well, yeah, if I were her, I'd be like, um, that's a mother-son duo and they will never betray each other. Like, hello, we yeah. need to split that up immediately. What are, right. what are y'all doing? Right now she made an alliance with the two of them and is like, I'm your third, let's roll with this. <laughs> Good for her then, actually. <laughs> you know, when Dick and Danielle made it to the final two. Together? That was TV. Iconic. That was television. That was iconic. That was everything. To me, that was everything. Kids these days don't know. Project DNA, kids these days don't even know. Yeah. Leading up to the show, Julie was saying uh, the one twist that she keeps begging producers to bring back, but they've yet to do is she wants another, she wants another X factor. She wants another house with X's surprise. You walk in. Yeah. But yeah. But when they had the, the only two gays in the house that were X's and he's all day one, you gave me gonorrhea. Well, <laughs> which is literally what happened. That's what they were. That's what gay representation on media was day one. And then one of them getting voted out the gonorrhea one or the non gonorrhea one. Uh, uh, the the one who, who said can never you, be sure. The one who said you gave me gonorrhea got voted out before the one who gave him gonorrhea, supposedly. Gotcha. The other Life girl was comes like, at you fast. The other girl was like, we were in middle school together, and she owes me five dollars. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> she, the other girl was like, who are you? I don't what. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Any other pressing things you need to discuss today? Um, just Lana Del Rey in her Waffle House uniform twerking at a restaurant uh, in Chicago. Was that before. her? I, I, I people saw are the posting pics. it, and everyone's saying it's her. Maybe it's just like somebody in the in the. Oh no, I'm seeing more content, and it's somebody in a look that is supposed to look like her. Yeah, I it's saw not the... actually her. I've been duped. I saw the picture and I thought that's not her. I mean, it was that would be iconic, I guess. She's yeah, okay. Well, I did see um you know Stifler from American Pie? Yes. I saw an article from him the other day that was like, well now he's a barista. Okay, good for him. I, I want everyone to normalize that it's okay for everyone to, to stop whatever they are doing at any point and do something else. And that includes people in the public. Like, yeah. I think, I think, um, like, I hope everyone out there has moments where they want to try something new or do something different or have a different energy in their life. Right. Try it. With that said, Stifler's a barista? Where? I don't know. I and I I thought I added it to my list of things to talk about today, and it's not on my list. So um, I I blame time travel. I blame being in a different country. Time travel. He was. Hey, mute. I do have I do have one thing. Cardi threw a microphone. Oh. You forgot At somebody. We need to introduce our segment. Okay. And for this week's uh, edition of Who Threw What at Where and Who and What and When, it's called Guess Who Got Hit in the Face. So there was a girl at a concert for Cardi B, and I, I have seen multiple angles of it, but what Cardi B thought was she threw her drink at her on stage, but you can hear her being like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, like sounding very genuinely like it was an accident or something, like she was singing and didn't realize she had liquid in her cup or I don't know, like, you know, just like getting lit or whatever. 
Cardi interpreted it as she threw a drink at her on stage. She, Cardi throws her microphone at the girl from stage at her, which, uh, go off. Like, I think it's, uh, I told it, we were reaching a tipping point. Somebody was going to pop. I do feel for this girl if it was an accident. Cause like that, can you imagine you're How? in the crowd and you're like vibing and then like <laughs> the artist throws their microphone at your face. I just don't know how you accidentally throw liquid at her, but you're right. Anything could happen. You're um, like, da, 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 da. you know, you're like, you're hooting and hollering. And am I a Cardi fan? <laughs> sure. And then uh, all I saw was the commentary said, I can't believe Cardi B's left-handed because she switched the mic to her left hand before she threw it. Oh, uh, ooh. and then I saw, I saw it said that the girl who got the mic thrown at her was going to sue Cardi for assault. Um, but I Googled it right before we started recording this episode and it said it was already thrown out. Yeah. I saw the, the charges were dropped, but the microphone is being sold on eBay for charity. Who got the mic back? The company, the like the 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 venue, I think, got it, and they're selling it for charity. Okay, but they, this just says auctioned for charity on the listing. Girl, a little bit more than that. You got to give me a little who, what, for what, for who, what, uh, what percentage of the? And it's 124 bids, four days left. This was on August 3rd, so um, oh, it's almost done. The auction's almost done. Better and get it's my at, bid in. It's at $99,900 plus $20 shipping. 99000 With 124 bids. Who has $100,000 to spend on a microphone? But, like, what are the, is that real? Like, is that going to really go for that? Do things really... I guess somebody might do that. Who's doing that? Also, where's the verification that it's even the microphone? Also, who cares? <laughs> should I should, should I have sold the Harry Styles flower crown? Yeah, I really I missed I missed the boat on that one. Oh, well, I, think I think you still, still time. Where is it? It's on my shelf. I think I you sell it. Right it. I think you sell it for charity. <laughs> the charity is my profit. Yes. Thank you. Do you have anything else to discuss today? That's it, baby. That's it, baby. Okay, Corey, where can people find you? You can find me catching up on sleep and readjusting to the Pacific time coast central. Cool. <laughs> You're crazy. You can catch me catching up on two weeks of television that I missed while I was traveling. Word. And you can catch me on Twitch. That's all. All right. Okay. L- later. Love you later. Later.